Welcome to the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation Podcast. In this episode, we answer our students' questions and share information about yoga therapy and meditation with the intention of creating a new paradigm in wellness. Two main things that we do in terms of observing ourselves. We and Vedanta, if you study Vedanta, which is a very big sort of tradition, these are like kind of the two main paths where like you negate certain thoughts or you bring witness consciousness right to yourself. So you notice sensations and thoughts and feelings, and you kind of say to yourself, I see them, but I'm looking at them so clearly that's not me because I'm observing them from a distance. So just like you observe any object at, at a distance, it's clearly not the most important thing. And then, so you could, that's like a more dual path, right? Like there's things that are good and bad or are me and not me. And I do that a lot and I get really used to that. And uh, then these things don't affect me in ways I don't want them to. And I don't get like dragged off by my emotional states or confused by my thoughts that are possibly not helpful or in conflict with each other. <laughs> um, and then the other way is to sort of bring something to mind, not necessarily an image so much, but like the feeling of the divine or like higher states so that these other things get kind of like drowned out. If you ever read like um, Hafiz, say like the Sufi poet, right? It's like kind of about that, how you're sort of just like dancing with the divine and, and all the other stuff like isn't as relevant really, you know? So it's the same, but different, you know? You're not really looking at the other stuff. You're kind of just like, ah, that stuff doesn't, who cares about all that? <laughs> you know, there's other things to like think or feel or explore. But from that point of view, it like doesn't really, it's not that the thoughts are bad or something. It's just that they're getting kind of overwhelmed <laughs> by these other states we produce, you know, by thinking certain thoughts or chanting or, um, praying or, and so both of those things have like a lot of utility, you know, if you don't have any witness consciousness, it's hard to, it's hard to really progress as a person because you don't really know what you're looking at, right? <laughs> you haven't really seen yourself from a distance being like, oh, look, there's all those thoughts and those are feelings. And, um, I didn't know they were there and I didn't know how they arose and fell. So that can be helpful, but it kind of has a limit. Um, because there's more after that. You can't, you know, it's not the only thing um, observing our thoughts, for instance. And then on the other hand, you know, if you're constantly putting like sort of what you could say as positive or spiritual ideas and images and feelings into your system and generating states, then it's kind of easy to kind of move into the realm of magical thinking and, and, be like, oh, nothing matters except this, even though that's not really true to us. You know, we, we care about things and <laughs> we like our thoughts and feelings and, you know, without them, we wouldn't be people. So that doesn't really work on its own. 
as well, even though there's traditions that do that. But if you put them together, you've got kind of like a powerful formula of doing some, sometimes of observing ourselves and being very like in our current experience. And then sometimes being taken out of our current experience completely. Um, and if you go back and forth or spend time doing one or the other, uh, you know, it can, it can help our minds with like the problem we're trying to solve, um, which is who am I really? You know, what is my purpose and how, how do I even like perceive that? You know, which of the, which is it? Am I this set of feelings and thoughts and this body and all these things, or am I part of like this, like kind of universal consciousness and love? You know, what is it? Which is it? And, you know, the answer is, you know, just by obvious is it's both, <laughs> but but part of the process of being a meditator is, is getting good with both, both of those angles. That's how I see it. It's like getting really comfortable in both of those places and having experiences in meditation in both of those places. I guess I share this today because I've, I've noticed like talking to people that that's often the question, right? Like, should I, what should I do? Like, should I, kind of just meditate. I've noticed that it makes me like smarter and I can concentrate more and I sleep better. And like, there's definitely benefits. So am I doing the right thing or do I need to like do something greater? Like, I feel like maybe I'm missing something. Like it can't just be about focusing on my breath for 20 minutes a day. Cause that's not that interesting. So like, there's gotta be something else. And so the answer is both, right? Like it's both, it's like, both sides of the equation are important. Um, so sometimes we go through periods where we're more like tranquility states, witness consciousness, kind of like doing our thing, like observing ourselves from a distance parts of the day so that we can have a better kind of take on that. Other times we're a little more juicy with our practice and it's more like connected to like our spiritual selves and we're not like as worried about all those things. Um, sometimes it's both, <laughs> but that's a kind of our job is to bounce in a way. Eventually it all comes together. Eventually it doesn't feel so separate, but for a long time it does, I think. So today we'll do um, two different techniques in one short set. <clears throat> Walk us through it. The first will be expanding our ability to um, to witness consciousness by watching our own thoughts and then the second will be inserting something into our mind um, that brings us to what could be called like a, a higher plane outside outside those thoughts so so find your posture posture should always be comfortable but a posture that will allow you to stay alert. As you settle in, notice that you're breathing for a moment. Notice where the breath moves to in your body without controlling it.
as you're sitting here breathing, and to notice what you notice. So notice your own thoughts or sensations in your body, both. The wandering mind will get caught up in the thoughts and the sensations, but the observant mind will simply notice them. So we're gonna spend a few moments panning back and noticing our own thoughts, sensations, feelings. Anything that comes up is absolutely fine. See if you can detach enough that you can witness them completely.
let that observation go and bring all your attention right into your third eye area, your Ajna chakra. So a blue or white orb right between your eyebrows, maybe further back into your midbrain. Find that with your mind's eye. And see that blue or white orb expanding and filling your mind with only positive emotions and feelings. Imagine that that area is sending you positivity, joy, and bliss. Let's allow our attention to rest on that for a few moments.
Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Let's bring our palms together in front of our hearts. Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Bowing to your own heart. Thanks for listening to the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing, leaving a positive review, and sharing it with friends. For more information about our yoga therapy and meditation trainings and programs, visit breathingdeeply.com.